Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks. Jared and Bob here. Um, I'm going to have to actually come back and maybe re-listen to this one because uh, I'm now in my new spot, right? And I just I just asked Bob, but I guess we won't really know until uh, the audio itself comes out. But uh, I'm sitting right next to the air conditioner, so I don't know if there's going to be any sort of noiser at all. But um, yeah, if there is, sorry. <laughs> I'll, uh, that's why I'm going over it now at the very beginning. Uh, I'll, it'll be fixed for the next time because I'll actually go and listen to this one and I'll find out. So uh, if you uh, couldn't tell, right, I am, I'm in my new spot. I got kicked out of my office because uh, this fucking kid is already stealing all my shit, right? Uh, no more office. It's it's basically built. It's the, the I mean the nursery is done. There's a there's like a rocking chair, a uh, crib, and a um, like a bureau in there. So, I mean, that's all you need, right, for a baby. They don't need much fucking more than that. There's a bookshelf that's coming too, um, but I think it's more for show. I mean, I'm sure we'll put some some children's books on there, but. I don't know. I guess it, I guess that's like uh Michaela's cousins were talking about on the fourth of July. I guess that's like a uh, massive problem when you have like children is you just have like an insane amount of baby books and you don't need them. There's just too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um yeah, so now you can see my living room. I am I'm in the back of the living room. I may have to throw a um I don't want to because I I do it for work, but I don't know. I think they're kind of cheesy as those backgrounds, you know, like the, the auto fill backgrounds. Yeah. Um, I may just have to throw one on cause you can literally, like I said, this, that's, that's my living room. Um, if you turn, you can actually see like, this is my whole living room. So, <laughs> um, I am relegated to the very back corner. Um, it's better than being in storage B. That's true. That's true. And you can see the, the bookshelf behind me that's currently covered with um, Amy's art project. She's doing, I don't know, it's yarn. I, I think, I think technically it's macrame, but it looks like yarn to me. <laughs> She's got what like the fuck is the di- well, I don't, I don't know. I don't, no don't even explain it to me. I have no fucking clue. I was gonna say if I want, if I wanted to explain, I'll ask her because she actually knows what it is. Yeah. Um, but she's doing this here. You can see there's like a little a little dowel, a wooden dowel out there that I I did that I hung from there because it was over here in my I, shit. Thanks, so, thanks, thanks for contributing. Yeah, um, it's actually it's gonna end up on the wall, but there's like three different colors. She's got this. It's like a I don't know, a, a dark tan and a light tan, and then she's got like a dark blue and a light blue and like a rust. I don't know. She's doing something. She's the one that's artistic and actually has like a designer eye. Um, so she's doing all kinds of something shit and it's going to hang on the wall in between the two windows over here. Cause there's a big, big white space. So for the time being, I thought I would be a nice person and not put it on the floor and I would hang it from the bookshelf. But um, for anyone that's wondering, yes, all of those shelves that are blocked are filled with books. Um, have I read all of them? No, but uh, they're full. <laughs> There's a lot of books over there. So we're in the new spot. Here we are. Um, Might so, have to flip things around though, because I mean, you're not watching the US Women's Open. I'm watching the US Women's Open. 
Yeah. So I can, I mean, I can see the TV. So eventually what's going to happen is I'm going to have to take the microphone back with me, like over here. Like if we're watching like the masters or like, you know, next or two weeks, the, 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 the British open. We I won't be recording to, then. Oh, that's true. It's going to be, be done. Yeah, it'll be, be done early. You'll, yeah. You'll be clear. Okay. So anytime I want to watch something on TV, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing the podcast like this. <laughs> or actually, I mean, I have, I have a dual monitor set up right next to this for my work laptop. I could always just pull it up on my work computer and put it on that screen. It's probably the smarter play, but what do I know? I'm just a jackass. How much? I'm just a regular old retard. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. Well, speaking of retards, um, we have to follow up on the student loan debacle. Oh, what ended up happening? I don't even remember. Um, the ruling did come down. So even though we recorded ahead of time, right, we we batch recorded two episodes on, what was that, two Sundays ago now? Um, no, it was just last week. Last we Sunday? We, we covered, yes, we, did, we didn't record for the 4th of July. Long week. Though. I don't know how the fuck that happened. I, I, didn't, I didn't work two of the days, and somehow it felt like a long week. I was off all week, and I feel like, I've been, <laughs> I, feel like I haven't done anything for two weeks. Like I felt like I haven't worked for two weeks. Um, who the fuck knows? I haven't taken a full week off of work in a long time. Um, so even if we did record on, on our normal schedule last week, we wouldn't have caught the student loan shit. So this would have been the first time we talked about it anyway, because it came down on a, uh, Friday at, I think it was like 1130 AM, which we discovered that it was, if it was the Friday before the holiday, um, oh, yeah. Do we die for, okay. People I, only, yeah. people only work until noon anyway. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, the Friday at 11.30 a.m. drop is the equivalent to a Friday at four during <laughs> normal time because this is a holiday weekend. Um, so, yeah, student loans, the Supreme Court made an official ruling and they told Biden basically to go fuck himself. Uh, so all of these people that are like, oh, yeah, forgive my student loans. I want $10,000 or I want $20,000, which... I would have qualified for the $20,000 personally, which again, I've made my opinion pretty clear. Like, I think it's a really stupid fucking idea, but if you want to give me 20 grand, I'll take, I'll gladly take it. Right. Like a fully recognizing that it's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. But if um, we're, if we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to do it, I'm not going to say no. Right. So. Well, that's like, um, some of the, some of the COVID stuff that we took from a, from a business perspective. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea for the state or the government or the federal government to do. But, you know, if they're giving it away, I'll take it. Yeah, why not? Right. Which did you see all of the. Uh, yeah, I the did. Fraud. So just. Oh, oh I, no, just so continue as you were going to explain. Yeah. I was going to uh, I saw some of the people's reactions. So Supreme Court comes down, says no student loan forgiveness. You're done. Um, it's unconstitutional for what he tried to do i think so the funny part is right after this i saw someone post a video on twitter of nancy pelosi of all people and she was giving a speech at the time and during that speech she had a, they pulled like a clip from it and the, and she said well the president doesn't have the power to just sweepingly forgive student loans like that 
um, that needs to be an act of Congress in order to do something like that. Now, I'm assuming that that clip came from when Donald Trump was president uh, because he's the one that instituted the student loan pause, right? The the interest pause originally. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then yep. he kept he kept it going. And then Biden was just going to keep it going in perpetuity um, until the uh, what is it? The budget that they passed a couple of weeks ago said that um, the interest will start accruing on September 1st and payments are due starting October 1st. So nice little little dagger they got there. Right. So because I thought payments were going to happen in September because that's what I was seeing. But I saw conflicting stuff where it was like, no, payments are going to start in October. So I did a little bit more digging. Yeah, it's and 30 I found days out, of fucking yeah, interest. So September 1st, interest kicks in again. And then October 1st, your payments are due. So whatever your normal payment date was prior, because everything's frozen, right? Like I think my payment came out on like the 17th of every month. It's still scheduled to come out on the 17th of October. So whatever date, like it's just beginning in October, right? That's when your your thing is going to happen again. But they're going to pound people for uh, for interest starting September first. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. hey, we gave you you know three years free. We're going to take you know anywhere from thirty to sixty days, depending on when your payment is scheduled to come out. So. Uh, yeah, so people are flipping out about that, right? People are like, oh my God, this is fucking bullshit, whatever, all this stuff. To which I say, similarly to what we said about um, abortion, right? And Roe v. Wade, like right around this time last year, go through the right channels, right? Go through the proper channels and pass something, which they actually did, right? Remember, Congress did pass something, or no, they did it for something else. They didn't. No, do they it. didn't. They didn't, they didn't do, it, do it, for it for abortion. They that, did it like, for something else. Though. That was that was one of our points where it was like, you know, Democrat Democratic lawmakers had fifty years, yeah, and they didn't do shit. So it's like you can be pissed, like you can be as pissed as you want, but you should be equally as pissed at the Supreme Court as you are at every fucking lawmaker that's fucking sat there, right? Because they dropped the ball too, right? Yeah, so I forget what it was that they did that they actually passed. I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I remember they actually did it, right? Because I remember, and I remember saying, you like, and I being you. like, so yeah. you couldn't have done that with abortion? Yeah. Yeah. Was it something to do with race? I don't even know. Uh, like, gay marriage. Oh, okay. That's what it was. They, they just like rushed it through, right? They passed actual legislation to make gay marriage legal. Like yeah. via Congress, which again, if you guys all remember the schoolhouse rock shit, like how laws work, how the government works, the the legislative branch is the ones that makes the laws. Yeah. The executive branch does not make the law. So for Biden in the executive branch, right, that the executive branch is just one of one, basically. Um you can't do that. He doesn't make the laws. So for him to just sign an executive order saying, we're going to give up to $20,000 of free money to people, can't do that. Congress can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. And now it's on them. And, and they, they won't. won't do anything. They won't do it because they know it's a stupid idea. <laughs> so the best part about this, too, is now it's like I'm seeing people on Twitter 
And it's like, I've obviously everyone's playing armchair quarterback, right? Like it's so easy to do it after the fact, but people are saying like, oh, they wanted it to fail on purpose. They knew it wasn't going to go through. And now everything is perfectly lined up for them to start for the 2024 election cycle because Biden came out and said, don't worry, there's another way that we can pass this through some other act, right? So this this wasn't the- Oh, way- yeah. So this is going to, yeah. So what he, what he originally passed the forgiveness on was the 2003 HEROES Act, which had something to do with in a time of crisis, the the executive branch can forgive debt, but it was originally scoped for um, soldiers. Like it was originally scoped for people that came back from like the Iraq and Afghani war, right? If they had a ton of debt and something happened, they like the executive branch could just like pass a law that says, you fought for our country, we absolve all your debt. Right. Like I, I'm oversimplifying, but I think that was the gist of did that. 20- apply, did that apply to teachers, too? <laughs> if they went to go teach in Iraq, maybe. Why would they do that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard enough to teach here. <laughs> um, so that was the basis of the, the Heroes Act that Biden tried to use. And he hid behind it, saying it, it it's written as time of crisis. COVID was a time oh, of crisis. Yeah, OK. SCOTUS went through and was like, that's not how the bill was written. You're, you're, you know, grasping at straws here. You're stretching the truth as to what, how it was actually written and the intent of the HEROES Act. So plus the quote unquote crisis has been over for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which the argument there was he tried to pass it while it was still going, but whatever, it doesn't matter. It didn't, it didn't go through, right? SCOTUS saw right through the bullshit. So now, what Biden has said and come out and said, or his administration, I don't think he says much of anything anymore, um, but they are now saying, well, we have, there's another piece of legislation that was passed in like a 2016 something or other act. It's another act, right? Another piece of legislation was was passed that they can use to forgive more student loans. And they're so, going to ride that wave through the 2024 so election. Work with me here. If Democrats actually wanted this passed, wouldn't they just propose new legislation? Yeah, just like they and did then, with gay marriage. And then wouldn't they then make it widely known? Hey, look, we're we're going to bring this bill. We're we're so happy today. Today is an important day. We're bringing this bill to whatever. And uh, those th- those Republicans, uh, the the red wave over there, yeah, they're going to be the ones that decide whether you guys get this or not, and then it'll get stricken down because it's a dumb bill. Yep. And then the Democrats go, you know, we did everything we could. Vote for us because it's the Republicans. They're the ones that didn't want to help you out. <laughs> did, did did I just do politics correctly? You did actually. You did a very good job. Because wouldn't wouldn't that be a lot easier than trying to find an actual basis for actually trying to get this thing passed? Because it's not going to work. I don't yep. think. Yep. That's my opinion. I'm basing that off of almost nothing. But like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to try to find like a back channel, like legal, um, I mean, a semantic, basically, 
Because that's almost like what they try to do, like using the Heroes Act. It's almost like arguing semantics. Um, you would think, because this isn't about the student loan forgiveness anymore. From from anything that happens with this for the future is going to be probably nope. pertaining to the 2024 election. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So you would think maybe they need to hire a marketing person. Actually, I'm not a marketing person. I've already figured it out. So maybe they want to <laughs> fucking just stop being so stupid. Just make this dummy bill or like or whatever, whatever. Maybe a real bill, maybe a fake bill. It doesn't matter. Just market the ever living fuck out of it. Like, make sure, like, if you really want to change the narrative, make sure everybody fucking knows that you're doing this. Right. And then when it doesn't go through, then you can, it's easy. You just blame somebody else. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, the Republicans. It's like, oh, well, actually, I looked at the vote and it was only like, you know, 30% in favor. Mathematically, it can't be just the Republicans. Yeah, 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 it's the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. math. No, we're not. We're not using math. Yeah, yeah. It's politics, man. So I've I've I found out um, what the deal is here. So two things actually. Um, his new plan, Biden's new plan, is to use the Higher Education Act of 1965. Excuse so we, me. We tried the Heroes Act of 2003, and it didn't work. So now we're going to try. The Higher Education Act of 1965, which authorizes the Secretary of Education to modify, waive, or compromise federal student loans under certain circumstances. So again, this would be, I, I guess, technically not from the executive branch. Then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know government well enough, right? Like I don't know if technically the president and all of his cabinet members are considered the executive branch or they're just kind of ancillaries and the executive branch is literally one person, right? Like I said earlier, like a one of one position. Um, obviously SCOTUS is nine and then Congress is like 452 or some, however many fucking people. Um, but it's in, that's interesting, right? This, so now he's going to use the secretary of education to try and forgive some sort of debt via the Higher Education Act of 1965. 1965. Instead. Yeah. Yep. Sick. But you know, here's here's the here's the marketing job, right? Well, there's not going to be enough time to get it through now. So what you guys need to do is you need to vote for us to make sure that <laughs> we stay in power so that you know we can make sure that we can forgive all these student loans for you because we're going to do the Higher Education Act of 1965 this time, to which I would say, or any normal person would say, well, if you think that would work better, why didn't you just do it the first time? Right? Like, why'd you use the HEROES Act of 2003 if you think that the Higher yeah, Education if, Act of 1965 is a better way to do if, it? If Plan A didn't work, is Plan B really going to work? Is, yeah. And if Plan, plan B, B is going to work, why wasn't that Plan A? Exactly. 1000% correct. So everyone is going to get got again. And they're going to vote for these Democrats on the basis of forgiving their student loans. And they're going to get fucked again. And they're not going to learn, right? They're just going to blame it on Republicans. So that's basically what they do now. 
They make promises. And when they don't deliver on the promises, well, I mean, it's not our fault. We couldn't deliver on our promises. It's the Republicans' fault. It's this, this, you see this guy, Donald Trump, he's still going around. Yeah, it's, it's he's fault. still talking. I hope he doesn't get the nomination and they're still blaming him for shit. Oh, yeah. I hope so, too. I really hope so. Um, so now, uh, so the, I said there was two things before, right? So the, the first thing is they're going to use the edu- Higher Education Act 1965. The second thing is they, the Department of Education has created a new income-based repayment plan that doesn't go into effect until July 1st of 2024. Um, but you can sign up for the currently existing one. So I know you don't know this because you don't have loans, but anyone out there else that doesn't know, there's four different kinds of repayment plans currently. They're um, IBR, which is income-based repayment, which is like some calculation based off of whatever. And then there's the ICR, which is income contingent repayment, which has some stipulation in it that the IBR doesn't have. Really fucking confusing. I don't know why they're both so similar. And then there's the PAY Act. So it's P-A-Y-E, which is actually the one that I had signed up for. And that's you pay... It's like a percentage of your gross income minus like the poverty line, right? So whatever money you make over the poverty line, that money, 10% of that is your maximum payment every month. And, you know, obviously divided by 12 months, that's your monthly payment, right? So if you, if the pot, well, let's use even numbers here. If the poverty line is, and you make $50,000, like, you know, gross after whatever, um, you would take $30,000, take 10% of it is three grand, and then divide three grand up over 12 months. And that's your monthly payment, right? Like, that's basically how that works. And after 20 years of consecutive payments with none missed, whatever is left is forgiven. That's the one I signed up for years ago with a caveat that when it does get forgiven, that is now taxable income, right? Because that's how life works. Nothing is really that free. So then there's a fourth one that's called the repay, which is R-E-P-A-Y-E. Again, I don't know why they make them so similar. And it's basically the same as the pay plan, but the the percentage of poverty line is a little bit higher and you needed, I think, 25 years of consecutive payment before it disappeared. Um, So if like, you know, if the pay plan was, or pay E was a hundred, like just the poverty line, the repay plan might've been like 120%, but because they gave you less money, you have to pay an extra five years before it got forgiven. So when I signed up for this income-based plan, I don't know, fucking, how long have I been out of college for? 2016? I finished grad school. So seven years ago, when I signed up for the income-based plan, I was like, yeah, give me the 20-year plan. I don't want to pay for 25 years. And then whatever is left is left and it gets taxed and fuck it. But like, I'd rather get it gone sooner, right? Um, Now, 
this new plan is going to be called the SAVE plan, S-A-V-E, right? And these all stand for something. It's all their words, but they're acronyms. So the SAVE plan is going to replace the repayee plan. So now I think that's going to be the difference between your gross income and 225% of the poverty line. And then I think it's only 5% of that difference is your monthly payment. And then it's 25 years of consecutive payments for undergrad loans are forgiven and 30 years of consecutive payments for grad loans are forgiven under that model. So there's like way more steps involved. What a deal. But it makes it so your monthly payment is lower. So let's pretend the poverty line is 30, right? Yeah. So now that everyone just that just listened to that has a popsicle headache from listening to me talk about fucking payee and repayee and money and all that shit. Let's let's rip it apart. So that means it's 75. So if if the poverty, I don't know what the poverty line is. So we're just using fake numbers. Yeah. So if it's 30, that means 225% of that is 60, 60, what's 25% of 30? Uh, seven and a half. So 67 and a half thousand a year. That's off the top of my head. I don't know. Is that right? No, 200%. Holy shit. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. How the fuck do you even do that? So I don't even know. Hold on. Because 200%. Do you multiply that by four? So the poverty line. Figure that out. In the US is let's round up. We'll call it 15 grand. All right. Is the poverty line. So. It's not 2.25. Do you multiply that by 4.25? I don't know. Because 100% of something is is it, right? But it's an increase. So this is where the numbers get goofy for me. Yeah. So like I know I know if it was like um maybe it is just 2.25 cuz it would be crazy to be like I think it is 2.25. It has to be. So it would be like roughly 34 grand is the cutoff. Okay. If you're a single person, right? Because the technically the poverty line changes depending on how many people are in your family, right? Like your family size. Um, but we'll keep it simple as a single person, as a, as a one. N equals one. <laughs> um, it's 15 grand. So the 225% there would be what? 34 grand? Yeah. So someone who makes 50... In scenario one, 50 minus 15 is 35. So you'd be paying whatever percent of 35. Yeah, you pay 10% of 35 is $3,500 so $3, a year. That's basically 300 bucks a month. That's 300 bucks a month. Yeah. Um. So then the other one, which is way more complicated, if you make 50 to 34, minus, the difference is 16. So 16, what's the percent? Five? Yeah, times. Five so eight hundred. Divide that by twelve. Do you just don't that's miss a like, payment. Yeah, that's like 
just under 70 bucks a month. Yeah. Don't fucking miss a payment, I guess. Yeah. Like, don't send it to fucking auto deduct. (laughs) Somehow, auto auto pay. I don't know. Because it seems like that would be the way to go. Yeah. But you are fucked if you miss one payment. Because then if you, if you miss, because basically you'd be gambling on getting that forgiveness. Right. And if you miss one, now you owe the rest. It's like, now it's not worth it because that will accuse so much or that will accrue so much fucking interest. Yeah. That you would never pay that off. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I guess hell of a deal unless you make like, you know, 300 or something. But if you make 300 a year, like what the fuck do you care about? Yeah, just pay your fucking loans. Yeah, what do you care? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they also have a 12-month on-ramp to repayment. So from October 1st of 2023 to September 30th of 2024, that if anybody misses a monthly payment for the first year of payments coming back, they are not considered delinquent and it's not re- reported to credit bureaus or placed in default or anything like that. So um, that part of it, I guess, is pretty cool, right? Like that's, that's, you know, hey, listen, we understand you haven't had to pay these for three years. So for the next year, if you miss a payment, don't worry about it. Like you're not, your credit's not going to fucking fall apart. You're not going to have a collection agency show up. Now, I don't know if that's like for a full year (laughs) or if it's like you miss a couple payments, you know, that like it says for the next year, it won't, they won't report missed payments. But like, if you just decide to not pay for the next year, like, I don't know specifically how that piece of legislature or whatever this is, is written, right? However, this document is written. Does it say like, couple times you're good, but if you miss every single month for the next 12 years, well, then on October 1st of 2024, we're reporting your ass to all of the fucking, you know, collection agents. I don't know. What's the thing is generally. So usually with like collections and stuff. Like you can miss a payment and it's not a big deal, but like it's when you still owe. So if you don't pay for a year. And in those 12 months that you, if you don't pay what you owe, then they're reporting everything to everyone everywhere. Yeah. Every which way. Because that's probably the fine print is if you miss a payment, we won't report you or anything in the first year. Dot, dot, dot. Size six font. Yeah. Provided that you are up to date and not actually delinquent. Right. Within that year. Right. I would assume. Yeah. Or it's it's like I just said, like they won't, we won't report you through September 30th of 2024. But if you're still delinquent on October 1st, yes, all the agencies are getting letters and your forgiveness is fucking gone. But, um, forgiveness. (laughs) Did he say forgiveness? I was gonna say something. I I don't know. I got nothing. 
<laughs> Taylor made fuck Taylor made up. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> Stealth too. Yeah, so that's that. Oh, so you were saying before you saw people on Twitter. Were you talking about the fraud? Were you gonna talk about the fraud? No, the I was stuff? gonna say though, because people <laughs> so uh the big thing on Twitter from like, you know, whatever, uneducated, whatever the fuck. <laughs> they were like, well, student loans aren't forgiven, but, you know, all that PPP money was completely given away and whatever. And I'm like, see, this is the best part because, you know, chaos is going to ensue from people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. Because. And this is me jumping out on a, on a limb. Anyone that would have taken PPP money means that they are. Well, one, you have to be employed. Right. But you would be a higher up or you would be self-employed in a company if you were in charge of this stuff. So if you were to truly have a real understanding of what PPP money was, you're either self-employed, you're a CFO, you are something like you are something in some business. Right. Unless you run it yourself, in which case, yeah, you, you might not be sitting there fucking like shitting out gold bars, but like you at least have some level of knowledge of so what the fuck is going on living in the real world, whatever. And to try to compare the two is so fucking stupid. It's unbelievable. It is. <laughs> it is remarkably stupid to try to even compare them. Yeah. Oh, well, of course, the PPP loans got forgiven, but, you know, student loans can't. Not even remotely the same. They're not even close. Yeah. Like PPP loans were given with the intent of them being forgiven. So, right. Yeah. yeah. And okay. it was so also let's, let's to prevent back. businesses from fucking folding yeah. during so the pandemic. When, when the government said, I know it was state by state, whatever, but when governments were saying you cannot be open for business and those businesses who were not allowed to be open continued to pay their bills and continue continue to pay employees with the thought that if you continue to pay your employees they won't go on on unemployment and um because that's what most of the forgiveness came down to was was employee expenses. And then it's like, okay, so if you keep your people on and you paid them and they didn't collect unemployment, we'll basically pay you back effectively. Right. And then um, when you like apply for forgiveness, you can put a little bit towards like rent and shit. And it's like, okay, fine. Now, that was at a time when unemployment was through the fucking roof. So the government was like, we need less people collecting unemployment. It's already going to be like a crazy ass record high. Let's do something. Right. Student loans are completely voluntary. You don't have to go to college. Now, someone will be like, yes, you do. You have to go to college. You get a good job. No, you don't. Yeah. You do not. Electricians make plenty of money. Yeah. So do mechanics. And plumbers. Yeah. And HVAC. Yep. Ask anyone in Massachusetts right now whose fucking AC has been running overtime and it fucking froze. <laughs> Ask yeah. them what the value of an of a good HVAC guy is right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I got a kick out of that. They were like, oh, of course. 
It's always the businesses. Yep. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the big businesses were even the ones taking them too. Right. Like I'm sure like, yeah, I mean, so that was a little bit of a scummy thing, but I mean, like, are we going to do, we're going to do that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what some of the bigger companies that took PPP money was, but yeah, like I would imagine, right. And I could be completely wrong, but I would imagine like Google didn't take PPP money. Right. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't remember. Um, there were some, some stories of some big, like bigger companies taking it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to your point though, previously, right. It's like, if the government is going to come in and say that you can't operate your business, then they better fucking do something to make sure that your business is still a business yeah. when they tell you that you can do business. Right. And there were restrictions too. Like, I think you, if I'm, if I'm remembering the correct thing, you did need to show a loss in revenue. So like Amazon couldn't take PPP money because there's no way they would have been able to show a loss of revenue. Right. Same with like Staples, Zoom, what, like whatever you can think of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I heard so I heard some funky ones that people got pissed about. It's like, oh, it's a multi-billion dollar, like whatever. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, they paid people to not work, so yeah, like that. That was kind of the point. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun story. Is uh, and I think this is a fucking incredible. Um, have you heard about the cocaine that was found in the White House library? No. Nah, this is this is a good one. So, uh, last week or within the last week, the Secret Service, I think, found a bag of a white powdery substance in the library in the White House. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Plum. Um, so it's been all over the news, right? And obviously people have their opinions. Um, and I don't think it's far-fetched, right, for someone who admittedly had a crack problem um in Hunter Biden, um, to potentially maybe, you know, need a little bit of snow to uh, keep himself cool during the the heat wave that's been going on over the last week. Um, there's been a couple of videos that have come out that I think is fucking hilarious that it's the Bidens out on like, I don't know, the mezzanine of the white house or something. And they're all like waving to people or whatever. And Hunter is there. And this one little clip, he like turns and like, well, first of all, he like, when it starts, he like runs his head through his hair and then he turns and then he goes like this and like, like sniffs his hand or something and like turns and, and walks away from everyone. He looks like he's tweaking, right? Like he looks like he's on something, right? Whether that's, you know, cocaine or meth or crack or whatever the fuck it is, he's on some kind of stimulant, right? For everyone's like, oh, you're a doctor. Well, I've seen people, I've been around people that have done stimulants before whether it's you know cocaine or adderall or shit like that um he looked kind of like it right again i don't know for sure but everyone keeps pointing to hunter biden and no one is coming out saying anything secret service is like 
yeah, we don't really know who it belongs to. And like the press has come out and said like, well, the library part of the White House is a public access area. So it's not one of the restricted areas where only people in certain levels of government with security clearance can get to. So this could be anybody's. And it's like, they're just trying to make all these fucking excuses. And my favorite part is people are on Twitter, right? Are like, this is the White House. This is where the president of the United States lives. Right. This is the most secure building in the entire fucking world. There are cameras on every single fucking inch. You know, you watch like movies like spy movies and all this shit where it's like, oh, you have to move in this one little area of the hallway because there's a blind spot because this is the one area the camera doesn't catch. There's no blind spots in the White House. Like there's people on Twitter are saying like, I, I guarantee you there are no such thing as bl- camera blind spots in the White House. Right. Again, the most secure building in the entire fucking world. And there's the Secret Service is coming out, basically being like the guy in fucking um, the security guy from the Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, after, yeah. After he, he flips playing the quarters, coin, just kind of like <laughs> walks down the hallway like this. That's basically what the Secret Service is doing right now. They're like, we don't know who it belongs to. We have no idea. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? Really? You guys have no fucking idea. There's no cameras in the White House library? Okay. All right. Well, it's not really like a secure place. Yeah. <laughs> Most secure building in the world. It's like, it's one of those, by by not saying anything, you're saying everything, right? Because Twitter and like word of mouth, right, is saying, well, obviously it belongs to Hunter. Right. Even Elon Musk on Twitter started throwing like shade and being like, well, clearly it's hunters like Elon Musk is saying this, which I love Elon Musk, by the way. But um, all of these people are coming out saying this. Like. All you would need to do, right, is just fucking lie, like send someone send some fucking schmuck from the Secret Service to come out and be like. We know who did it. We're going to keep it private, but we can say it wasn't anybody in the presidential family. Like, just lie, right? How hard is it to say that? Say it was some fucking janitor, right? Like, well, I was going to say, you know, you know what you could do? This would actually be the best, like, not like a deep, it's not a deep fake, but like, this would be the best psych out. Get a guy from like the fucking cafeteria, put him in Secret Service gear. Like, put yeah. him in a suit, give him an earpiece. No yeah. one will know because no right. one knows who the Secret Service is. Right. Have him go up there. And be like, yeah, we're just trying to figure out who did this, like in the hot dog costume, whatever. <laughs> and just have it be like him. And like, that's his punishment. Yeah. Like, you know what? We'll let it. We'll let it slide. It Because he was the one serving, you know, he was the one serving that night. He like, let it slide. But you have to go figure it out. So go, go, go play. Yeah, that would be a great psycho. I would like that. But they're but they're not even saying anything. They're literally saying we have no idea who it belongs to. So that's what I mean by saying nothing. You're saying everything. So I think it's pretty fucking obvious who it belongs to. Although I did see some someone on Twitter was like, I bet it's Joe's. And then like 
people were like, oh, no, it's not Joe Biden. It's like not Biden's like he doesn't do coke, whatever. And then so I'm, I'm reading like the thread and someone underneath was like, well, I mean, everyone wants this guy to stay awake. Like, how the fuck do you think he does it? It's probably his. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's how they get him to stay awake for fucking press yeah, conferences. And then, they and give him a little cocaine. And when he starts coming down, that's when he starts fucking blabbering on about God knows what. Yeah, yeah. And he just fucking absentmindedly left it in the library. Yeah, I mean, he's old as hell. Yeah. What, do you expect him to remember his cocaine everywhere? <laughs> it's, un- it's unrealistic. <laughs> Yeah, so I I mean, I thought that story was pretty good. That the fucking, there's a bag of cocaine found in the White House library. And allegedly, the Secret Service has no idea who it belongs to. I I do love, no idea, no clue. No idea. We have no idea, actually. We don't know. We've checked, we've checked everything, you know, we've looked through everything we could. We, We don't know. We don't know who it belongs to. Fucking cocksuckers. And like, there's people that just eat it up, right? People are like, oh, wow, I can't believe, I can't believe they don't know who belongs to. Wow, what a coincidence. Yeah, oh my God. Isn't that a crazy story? Yeah. Oh, can you believe these dickheads on Twitter that are saying it belongs to Hunter? Oh, that's so not cool. He has a problem. He he He's lived his entire life with an addiction. We don't know it's his for sure. That's so fucked up for people to say that. Hey, man, it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck. It's a, it's a fucking witch. So throw it in the river, right? Like, <laughs> the fuck. Yeah. We don't know who it belongs to. Um, I don't know. You want to start wrapping this up? We can wrap this up. All right. What do you got? Um, so the unfortunate premise to this is, so my grandmother passed away last week. So we had the services uh, on Thursday. Um, so everyone else that's died in my family has been just in Medford at Oak Grove Cemetery. Like I'm familiar with it. Like not only did it, not only is do I know everyone who's there. Um, I grew up across the street, so it's like I learned to drive in that place. I learned to ride a bike in that place. Like yeah hit from cops in that place, like (laughs) (laughs) whatever it takes. But, um, played pond hockey over there. Yeah. I played pond hockey. I fished. I went in the dirt jumps in the, in the woods in the back. Like I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. Um, suicide Hill. Was that what it was called? Yeah. 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 That was kind of it in hindsight, kind of a fucked up name for a, a hill in a cemetery, but I mean, whatever. It was really steep. It was really steep. <laughs> <laughs> um, <you're> so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So, my grandmother, uh, not from Medford, never lived in Medford, nothing to do with Medford. So, she was actually buried in Cambridge at Mount Auburn Cemetery. And I don't know anything like, I just know like Mount Auburn hospitals, like fresh pond ish, like bottom of route two ish. Yeah. Like BBN ish. Like, yeah, it's all in that area. I try to stay away from that area to the point that I was calling it Star Star Drive. And I'm like, that's like, within like we got somewhere. I go, Star Drive's in Boston. This is fucking Memorial Drive. Like, that's how, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, well, they're, they run parallel to each other. Yeah. 
Memorial Drive is on one side of the river, and then Starro Drive runs on the other side of the river. Yeah, and I'm like, this is not Starro Drive. Starro <laughs> Drive goes to fucking Fenway. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can take Memorial Drive to get to Starro Drive, though. Sick. You have to cross over the bridge, but <laughs> sick. Um. <laughs> anywho, so we're going. You know, we're in the procession, whatever. Pulling to Mount Auburn. My mother had told me she was like this. She goes, Mount Auburn's a big cemetery. I'm like, cool. Yes, yeah, so Oak Grove's a fucking big cemetery. And, and she's <laughs> like, she's like, yeah, I think she goes, I think there's something there. Like, I don't know if it's considered like a park or considered like an arboretum or whatever. Whatever. So we pull in and instantly, you know, this is not. A regular cemetery. Have you ever been to Mount Auburn for anything? Mount Auburn Cemetery? Um, no, I mean, I might have driven by it and not yeah, even noticed. Probably not. Um, you probably saw a fence and trees and shit. Yeah. Like, Ooh, look, a graveyard. Um, so we pull in and immediately there's signage. There's a fucking visitor center. There's a fucking greenhouse. There's a fucking flower shop. Like... There are things, I don't want to say attractions, but like <laughs> there, there's like shit going on here. So visitor center, that means they have tours. Like you can tour this place. Yeah. And, you know, we pull in and we're going the route. And like you can see like the trees and the, the bushes and all the flower, like all of that stuff is definitely like very, um, like thought out planned executed like intentional purposeful like however you want to call it it's not just like oh well there were trees here and we just didn't have to cut those down to bury people like yeah no so it's like this is there's a lot going on here so you know we're going and i'm still sitting here i'm like listen i don't know how often i'm gonna shoot over to that cemetery like to be perfectly honest i i just i don't know how much like yeah, it's it's weird because I can go to my brother and my father's site whenever I go back to Medford because it's across the street from my mother's house. Right. I don't know how often people visit cemeteries, whatever. Like it might be every fucking five years, 10 years, once a year. I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah. what's normal. So that's like the first one that won't be away. But I'm sitting here. And I'm like, how the fuck am I ever going to get back to this site? I'm like, th th there's too many turns and too many, like, there's, it's too big. Yeah. Yo, how the fuck am I ever going to get back here? So we get to the site. And of course, so like I've told you, like, there's millions of trees, whatever. My mom's like, oh, I think your grandfather's buried under a tree. I'm looking around. I go, a tree? There's fucking trees everywhere. I've never seen yeah. more trees in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm supposed to find him because he's buried under a tree. Yeah. And the specific section he's in. There's no headstones. They're in the ground. Oh. So even harder. Like yeah, you it's have not to like, like I can physically be, walk over like, to Oh my one. God. So we get out and uh, we get out of the car and I like go to my aunt and I'm like, we're going to have to fucking geotag this tree or air tag this tree. Like how the <laughs> hell am I ever supposed to get back here? She's like, what's that? And I like, explain it to her, which is weird because she's usually like at least knows these things. She goes, she goes, you don't need anything like that. There's an app. I go, there's an app? 
<laughs> she goes, yeah. I'm like, so you go to the app, you punch in the name and it gives you directions. She goes, yep. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You know what though? That's a pretty cool feature. So like if you own a cemetery, like that's a pretty cool feature. Yeah. I I'll, I'll tell you it's, it's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's certainly helpful. It's, it's nice. It's a nice thing. Like if I want yeah. to see my grandma, like whatever. So just shits and giggles. Like, so um, I go to the Mount Auburn website and I punch in my grandfather's name. Cause obviously that's been there for 34 years. Um, so he's there and I can hit like get directions, the legit, like latitude and longitude, like the coordinates oh. pop up and they pop up in Google maps and I can just hit start. Wow. And it'll, it'll take me like all the paths and roads and whatever. Like within the cemetery, the yep. roads. Wow. That's uh that's a pretty cool feature. Now, I don't know if other, now I will say, I don't know if other cemeteries have this. I'm pretty sure Oak Grove does. I'm 90% sure Oak Grove does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Oak Oak Grove still does their um receipts. Uh, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Like whatever the slip for like the grave is. They do it on a typewriter. <laughs> like everything is like paper. Everything yeah. is like yeah. There's hand. no app. There's no app. There's, there. <laughs> there's no app there. No way. <laughs> But even then, it's like, I don't like, can you even get a map? Like, I don't even like, I don't even know. Yeah. It's like, you got to go it, knock on Steve's door. If you call. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you call or show up, I mean, my mom was only doing 10 hours a week, like going to the office that she used to work in. It's like, hey, I'm looking for this person. Is it like, all right, let me grab a napkin. Hold on. Yeah. So yeah. like, look it up in the database. It's like, all right. So. You need oh, to that's go that's blueberry lawn. All right. Yeah, so yeah, you're you gonna to, go. All right, you gotta go out to Cherry Lawn, take a right, <laughs> uh, keep going straight. Uh there's gonna be a lawn, it doesn't quite have a name yet. There's only like a couple people buried on it. You're gonna want to go past that one. Uh take a left, and then um that'll bring you over to like the big, big lawn. Yeah, it's right in the middle. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because there's also no office, right? It's it's there's an office. Steve, it's Steve's house, right? Isn't the no, office the, in his house? Uh, the office has its own entrance. Oh, okay, so, but it, it is part of the house, right? That the, yeah, the caretaker the lives in. Yeah. yeah, it's the basement. But if you you know how there's three entrances on the Playstead Road side, which is like the high school side. Yeah. The very, very first entrance, which is not the main entrance. Yeah, it brings you in and there's like the two or three garage door or bay so doors. So before that, before that. Okay. Before that, I think is the gas pumps. And then before that, I think is- Is the house. Like the house is the right house. there. Yeah. So from right there, there's stairs that go to the office. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. You can call too. Like it's weird to call a cemetery, but like you can- <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be really well. I got to call the cemetery. And then someone picks Why? up and you're like, ah. <laughs> I need to find my grandfather. Yeah. Name. <laughs> Mine or his. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about it, so like as you were just talking about that, it just kind of like popped into my head that cemeteries are really fucking weird. Like, 
the fact that we bury dead people with like a marked stone of where they are is super fucking weird because it's also it's also impractical right so this like as you were like telling the story in mount auburn and where is it and how am i going to get there and how frequently am i ever going to be able to be there i was like my brain starts turning and i'm like cemeteries are really like inefficient like burying dead people is like really a dumb way to do that because think about it like as soon as you get to three generations down the line no one fucking knows who that is they're not going to come see it you know what i mean like especially like take someone like me right so i grew up in medford right that's where my family's from my you know my dad died fucking 17 years ago a little over they you know my mom bought the cemetery plot whenever that was whenever he died it's a plot for him and her right so they have yep. their spot there you know eventually when my mother dies like yeah i can go there and i can go to that cemetery plot and yes my dad and my mom are buried there okay but like my kid that's going to be born in like kill whatever nine weeks you know he'll he'll know my mom but he'll never know my dad right so it's like also he's gonna live in north attleboro it's like when the fuck is he ever gonna go to the cemetery in medford he's not the answer is he's not unless i take him my grandfather died six months before i was born never even i never i never even asked yeah where he was so never asked never considered never like like it's so stupid to think to be like like I definitely, if I asked my father, he probably would have taken me, but it's like never, never asked, never even thought about it. No, like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. And that's really. only like when you actually think about it, like your kid's mm. never going to go to Medford for anything. No, no. I used to go to Cambridge. Like my grandmother lived there. So yeah. Yeah. So then like eventually, right. Like when, when my mom does eventually die, then there'll be the funeral you know, my kid will be there, right? I don't know how old he'll be, but he'll be there. And so he'll actually know where it is. He'll, he'll be, but like, when is he going to fucking go? So then going. when he, or if, if, and when he has kids, it, maybe he doesn't even stay in North Attleboro. Maybe he doesn't stay in Massachusetts, right? Like I moved from Medford to the South shore and now I've settled in North Attleboro. Like he might just decide he wants to go live in fucking I don't know, North Carolina, right? He might be way smarter than me. I would say he might be be smart, but but it's human. (laughs) And uh, like, so then three generations later, right? If it's my parents, then me, and then my kid, his kids, wherever they are, they're never, they're not even going to know who the fuck my parents were, right? Same thing. Like, I have no fucking idea who my grandparents' parents were, my great-grandparents. No. I have no fucking clue. They were born in the 1800s. <laughs> well, so that that's actually funny. Like when um, I was doing- But they're buried some, somewhere. When they're I was doing- in like- They're probably in Malden. Somerville. I think they're in Somerville or Malden. Um, because my- Is my great- Oh, no, it's not even- Wait. Yeah, okay. So my great grandmother, she's in Medford. And that plot is my great grandmother, my grandfather, my grandmother, my uncle. 
that's the four of them. That's it. That's all that's going in there. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Either way, I'm putting my mother with the other two. So, um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I'm not moving this shit around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we found, because I know I hashed it out. It's like she was married to somebody else and then he died. And then, like, whatever. All these people just fucking died. They're all in Malden. My mother found, like, the fucking thing. She doesn't even know they were there. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not going to Malden. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. Right. Right. So it's like, it literally takes three generations for, I mean, it's, it's kind of a shitty way to put it, but it takes three generations for people to be completely forgotten. Right? Like, why do we bury them in the ground then if then if the if the I, and i don't know maybe someone smarter can explain it to me but if the purpose of like burying someone in the ground is to be able to like visit them right I, is that the purpose i don't know what the real purpose is uh, it can't be but like because you if can... that's the purpose like that i think that's pretty selfish because it's only good for like two generations well never mind because it's like if you're if if that's the thought this is gonna be so fucking morbid. Some some people are gonna be listening to us. Like you two are just like <laughs> you two are the fucking worst. Are the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah. So like it's almost like if you think about it, and you can bury a body in a casket, you can cremate someone, put them in an urn. You can bury that too. Mm-hmm. That, like that's no issue. And either way, you can still visit them. It's like. Whatever form they're in under that ground kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. And in the unfortunate sense of some people who went like missing and their bodies kind of didn't turn up and you put a headstone out anyway. Yeah. Are you not visiting that person because the physical something isn't there anymore? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. Do we just like expose the funeral industry? <laughs> big fu- down with big funeral. Yeah, big funeral. <laughs> the literally the only no, business never... that will never go out of business. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, it absolutely won't because no people matter are always going to die. Well, people, well, people are always going to die, and no matter what, you never really want to like really skimp out when someone dies if you like them. Yeah. They're a yeah. big piece of shit that doesn't really matter. It's weird, right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I look at I want I've said it a million times, but I, I want a Viking funeral. I literally who's like who's giving you a Viking funeral. Put me that. in a box on a raft and f- shoot a couple flaming arrows at it and just let it burn and take off down the river. I think that would be end- really fucking cool. You're lucky you don't end up in a dumpster. That's true. Or you just light me on fire. Just burn <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Like just cremate the shit just cremate me what the fuck i don't you don't need to spend all this money on all kinds of crazy shit yeah you know what so cremation definitely saves you money but it's not cheap yeah Yeah. it's not cheap you're still paying a lot yeah and then if you do it yourself (laughs) (laughs) i can cremate a body for cheap yeah the fuck I've seen Game of Thrones. You just got to build a pyre. You know, you got to build a bunch of logs and hay and throw the body on top, light it up and let it go. Doesn't smell very good, but uh, 
It works. That pinch your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't breathe this. <laughs> <laughs> Death smoke. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's 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 that's literally like as you were talking, those were the thoughts that were going through my head. Yeah, <laughs> bear, I, I mean, so the, the other cemeteries thing to- are weird, and burying people is strange. Yeah, and I mean, I don't even know what plots cost, but too much. There are people are running out of space and shit, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> on a lighter note, uh, <laughs> Maine just became the first state in the country to decriminalize prostitution. <laughs> What is it? Oh, is it just Vegas? Is the city alone? Um, it's no Nevada. Vegas is not decriminalized. It's just turn a blind eye to it. Yes, I saw something. So this was part of the. I read an article. Hold on, let me see if I can um, pull it back up quickly. I read it the other day, and part of the thing I read was. Some areas in Nevada are decriminalized prostitution, but Clark County, which Vegas is in, is not one of the counties where it's decriminalized. (laughs) So like, yes, there are counties in Nevada that have decriminalized prostitution, but Clark County is not one of them. (laughs) Oh, so they just don't care. Yeah, they just don't give a shit probably. Um, let me see if I can, I should be able to find this like relatively quickly. Yeah. Prostitution in Maine. Here we go. Um, Maine decriminalized the sale of sex, making it the first state to do so. Yeah. Prostitution is illegal in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, so then they just break down like legalization, makes something lawful decriminalized. I mean, the government won't, won't punish people. Nevada is the only state to have legalized prostitution. Okay. However, it must be done at licensed brothels and in counties that have approved. So maybe it is decriminalized in Vegas, but it's not legal. Okay. This was like the same shit we went through with weed, right? When weed was decriminalized, but it's not legal and then it's legal. So 10 of Nevada's 16 counties have legalized prostitution. Clark County, which includes Vegas, has not. So it might be decriminalized, but it's not legal. Gotcha. Um, and even when it where it is legal and what in, in those 10 counties, it needs to be done at a at a brothel. Um Maine became the first state to pass a law decriminalizing. Sex workers can't be charged, um, but keeps the act of buying or facilitating sex illegal. So it's like it's the same thing as weed was at first right um so advocates call this approach the nordic model because it was first adopted in sweden we got to be more like sweden yeah so some of the critics argue that legalization is better than decriminalization because it allows the government to regulate it which no thank you the least amount of government involvement possible please um so to with this, I say good. 
right? Like, and now this isn't one of those where it's like me in me personally. And I know, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I, I think I can in this instance, because we've been friends long enough, but like neither one of us are like strip club guys, right? right. Like the couple times we've gone, we usually just kind of sit in the back and like, stay the fuck away from me while I drink my beer, while our, some of our buddies that are, our strip club guys like to do whatever they do. Um, but the one time in Portland where you fell asleep at the fucking table. I didn't table. fall asleep. I was holding my own head up, though. <laughs> it was just me, you, and Nikos. I stayed just, like, awake. sitting in the back, and no one came over to us. It was fucking Well, no, I think one lady tried and took a look, and Nikos goes, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, while everyone else was doing their thing, and the three of us were just fucking sitting at a table in the corner. Um so again, this, this isn't like a, 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 a personal me thing. Like I'm not being like, oh yeah, no, this is great. Cause I'm going to go to Maine and whatever. It's like, I think that people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Right. Like it's also a very weird thing. Like if you stop and think about it, like criminalizing getting paid for sex, right? Like that's a very strange concept where like someone can go to jail, like two people yeah, can have, almost... two people can have sex consensually. Right. And if there's no money exchanged, there's no problems. But the second there's money exchanged, you can go to jail. So I think we like, have a couple of things and there are two very, very different ends of the spectrum. One goes back to like more Christian law. Which is where I think this is rooted from and why I'm glad that we're getting away from that. The other piece is um, because it's an unregulated industry, they don't pay taxes. Yeah. That would, that. Th that would be like my two biggest thing. Cause, cause like it, it's one thing like, oh, it's, it's, it's immoral. Like paying for sex is immoral. Dude, that's just your opinion. Don't pay for sex. Yeah, exactly. Like right? if someone wants to, who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's their prerogative. And like, it's let like them do whatever they want. Like, oh, but STDs, whatever. It's like, listen, here, like, again, here's the deal. Like, if they don't take the correct precautions, there are risks involved here. Understood. Yeah. Right. But like it's yeah it's it's a it's a it's an odd it's an odd topic because there's nothing else like it yeah i've always thought it was very strange right like again i know it goes back to like the puritanical roots of the country right like that's it just is what it is but it's just very fucking weird to me that like like i said two people can have consensual sex and it's totally fine. But if those same two people, one gives the other person a $20 bill, they can now both go to jail. And and it's just like, um, it's just like gambling in a way where everyone's like, well, if you make it legal, it's, you know, these women are going to get abused and, um, you know, it's going to run around, whatever. It's like, remember though, anytime something's regulated, and right. legal, whatever that industry is, it becomes safer. If it's weed, 
then if you're buying weed from a dispensary or whatever, it ain't going to be laced. Right. There ain't going to be fentanyl in that. Right. When you gamble through whatever, not only are your bets protected, like a bookie's not going to be like, nah, fuck you. I'm yeah, I'm not paying you this week. And be like, what the fuck, man? And then you get stabbed or something. Like, like that right. doesn't happen. Right. But also the corruption side, like that baseball coach in Alabama, they found him out in like a day. Right. If gambling wasn't legal, you don't find that out. Right. Um, so like that's that's the other thing too, is like you make prostitution legal and you are going to deter a little bit of the negatives that you would think where it's like all these women are gonna get abused no because you're probably gonna have to show a fucking valid id to like right there's gonna be a log right like if you have to go into a yeah there's gonna be a a database there's gonna be like you signed in on this date like we scanned you in on this date at this time right yeah Like, like hey this girl has these fucking bruises like around her fucking neck and you fucking signed in with her right Right. That's not cool. Fucking like we'll see you in court. Like yeah, assault and battery. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cops are coming. Like yeah. that, like that, like that's that's the uh that's the thing. And like, yeah, the 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 moral side is a weird subject too, because it's like who's to say what's right and wrong? Yeah, who the fuck are you? And it's like, oh well, I'm Catholic. It's like that is your fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that is that like these people, they are not your fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I think um, it's a step kind of in a more. I mean, I hate putting labels on shit, but it is more of like a libertarian stance, right? Which is where I kind of feel like fits my style of thinking more is like, just let people do whatever the fuck they want type of deal um, and keep a small government or a small federal government at least. Um, yeah. yeah and, and again, any of these industries that people think are like sketchy, it's like, if you legalize it, then it's regulated. Now, truthfully, if you put on a, I mean, I don't vote anyway, so it's hard for me to even say this, but, you know, ballot question one will decriminalize prostitution. Do I vote yes or no? Like, off the cuff? I don't know. Well, let's see, it's hard because I don't vote. But I would probably just vote yes to decriminalize because I don't care. Yeah. Like, if I Yeah, cared, I for sure would vote for yes to decriminalize. And Because voting no means you give a shit, and I don't give a shit. Right. Cause I'm not going to go fucking solicit a prostitute. Right. So not my problem. Therefore fine. Just decriminalize it. And then, then you can start to, cause if you decriminalize something, then you can make it legal and then you can make it regulated. And then you right. start to fucking. Right. Well, you use the same, let's use the same method of thinking, right. For, um, wheat. So would you rather have to, you know, go to fucking i don't even know where you would go like uh let's say uh mass ave in boston right like methadone mile would you would you would you like to go meet someone over on methadone mile to go buy weed that you don't know where it's coming from that you might get robbed or fucking killed for or 
would you like to go to the nice dispensary that's across the street <laughs> that they scan your license before you walk in to make sure you're actually you? And then you go through this whole process and you talk to a very nice person behind the counter who helps you find what you're really looking for. And whether you would like chocolates or gummies or oh, do you want I'm, flour? Imagine or... that same type of service for fucking oh, yeah. prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I would what, imagine what you, like. What, what are you looking for today? <laughs> you're looking for uh, some leather suits. Like, what do you what do you need? I was thinking even like, never mind. Like, I wasn't thinking style. It's like type of person. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Do you, have a, do you have a preferred height? Yeah. Yeah. I got anything in five foot six. No, I got no five foot six today. <laughs> I got a five, four. I got a five, four and a five, I got eight, five, four so and five, like, eight. So yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know which way you lean. <laughs> oh, it's kind of really hoping for five foot six. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so like you had said before, you know, the drugs aren't going to be late. There's no fentanyl in it. Right. So. Yeah apply that to now the sex industry it's like you're going to have to be in some sort of you're in some database or registry even if it's just within the the house itself right like i don't think there's a federal registry for cannabis users but like if i walk into um native sun across the street from my house native sun has a record that i went in there because they scanned my license so like the state might not have access to it but native sun does right so Let's say there's a fucking brothel that someone goes into. Like, if it's the same process, you have to scan your license so they know you were there, right? And then it's, yeah, okay, well, weed's not going to be laced with fentanyl. Okay, well, I would imagine the women are probably going to be tested for STDs, right? And you may have to, um, you know, agree to one, two prior. Like, I think that would be safe all the way around. Yeah. I think that's totally reasonable. Or you might have to just attest. You might have to like submit like an at uh, like an attestation that right. you are not currently carrying any right right STDs. Um, so they're probably tested right, and everything is on the up and up. Versus, like, I don't even know. I, I have no idea where you would solicit a prostitute. Maybe say on the same methadone Mass mile, <laughs> yeah, Mass Ave in Boston. <laughs> you know, like. Again, you're taking your life in your hands going over there, or you can go to the nice brothel on the corner of your fucking local town and go in there, right? So it's like it just makes sense. Again, not I. I would never. I would never go in one, but like for the people that would want to do it, like it. I just feel like it makes way more sense. And then ultimately, it provides more jobs, taxes, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's although it. <laughs> Maine, Maine prostitute, Oof. yeah, woof. If anyone, if anyone's ever been to Maine, yikes! <laughs> Looking for someone who has all of their teeth. <laughs> uh, she's only in on Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, sir, there's a surcharge for that. Yeah, <laughs> like getting guac at fucking Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> uh well that is gonna do it for us um so thank you for watching uh if you're still if you've made it this far when we ended with talking about why cemeteries are weird and prostitution becoming legalized those are probably two of the better uh yeah final thoughts like alone but also 
back to back back to back <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty good uh so click that subscribe button if you're still here up above um tell everybody you know about the show if you're an audio only guy you can still subscribe wherever you listen um and if you use uh spotify or itunes uh you can leave us a review over there five stars if you will please um we're on instagram at sarcasm speaks pod the twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks uh facebook is sarcasm speaks the website is sarcasmspeaks.com. Basically, everything is sarcasm speaks everywhere you go. Uh, you can go to our merch store. You can buy some of the merch. And while you're buying shit, you can go to noonbrew.com uh, and drink some some moonbrew tea. Uh, as I was drinking earlier in the show. Uh, shout out, we had another sale actually. So you guys are actually listening out there wherever you are. I bet you it's the guy in Michigan. I don't know. Some some tells me about Michigan. Probably you need help sleeping. Um. But yeah, we got people all over. So wherever you're at, all over the country, even in the world, we got some people in Germany, I think, that have been listening. And um, there's some random company, uh, company, um, country, I forget where it was. Not like Budapest, but like some like Eastern Bloc. Shout out to you, wherever you are. I can't remember the name of your country, but you're great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you go to noonbrew.com, use the promo code Jared16159. Still hasn't been changed. Um, they told me in an email that they were going to work on getting it changed to Sarcasm Pod. So that's it makes just sense. You would shut up. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, we've had uh, we've had a couple sales so far. So shout out to you guys. It does work, right? It's good stuff. Um, I wouldn't promote it if I didn't think it was good. I again, and I told this at the very beginning when we when we first brought them on. Taste isn't amazing, but as long as you mix it with honey. You're fine. And if you're going to drink it iced, you throw like a splash of like milk or I use like uh, vanilla almond milk in there and then you're good. You're, you're fine. Um, so check that out again. Promo code Jared one six one five nine gets you 10 percent off over there. Uh, the real promo code, the one that we're trying to use everywhere, sarcasm pod can be used at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, to get 10% off your order every single time you check out there. I used Grill Your Ass Off today when I made brisket. I smoked a brisket and I rubbed it with the uh, the charcoal seasoning. So uh, love that shit. Get, get grillyourassoff.com, 10% off with Sarcasm Pod. And then lastly, mybookie.com, uh, the promo code Sarcasm Pod. They will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks over there. So that is going to do it for us. Until next time, good night, everybody. <laughs>